everyone, welcome back to another horror, wine, and crime. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, Lo? Um, it's a good day. It's Saturday. Right? And we got a workout in. Before. We did. Uh, we went and, well, I'm a member of the new Hot Works, and it's KK is my free guest, trying to get her to join, but then, won't, won't, won't. Even if she joins, she'd have to join the one by her, which makes sense. Right. But you can't bounce back to any hot works. You can only go to the one you sign up at. So Yeah, because it was like, what, 20 extra dollars a month to go to different ones? Yeah. Like, that's like a lot. Yeah. So if she decides to join, then we'll just like FaceTime or something if we're there together. FaceTime in it. <laughs> I wonder how our phones would be, though, in the saunas right. on FaceTime. Or we'll just talk about why I did this and I did this. Yeah. They have a leaderboard with, um, and we can have a friendly competition of, you know, trying to bump each other's names. Right. Yeah. It'll keep us motivated. (laughs) I'll be like, whoa, loaded that much this week? Dang, I got to get on my game. (laughs) So we got some hot yoga in. We did some hot cycling. Uh, My daughter did hot rowing. And then we did some free weights and... So, it was a good day so far. Yeah, it was definitely good. I liked it. I mean, there there were a couple moments in the... It's not even like... It wasn't like the yoga. It was like the room temperature. <laughs> I was like, gonna pass out. <laughs> I was I had to step out of the room because I was like, things are turning black for me. <laughs> but I made it. I survived. And I did like it. Like, I'm not, you know... I didn't, like, dislike it, but... And I went tanning this morning before Kay got here. Um, I have a wedding next weekend, and I'm trying to look fit in my new dress. Um, in this tanning booth, it's <laughs> called VIP Tanning, and I've never been in there. And when I walk in, I was like, okay, okay, I got you. It's looking nice. These beds, I'm like, dang. And... Uh, I go to get in. I did a stand-up bed because with the dress, you know, you don't want any tan lines. Right. So I go to get in, and I look down, and the floor is mirrors. I'm like, this is fancy. I mean, you can check and make sure everything is legit. That is so hilarious to me. Like, I have never, ever seen a floor of, like, a stand-up tanning bed be a mirror. Like, you're really getting all angles. You you could check out everything. And, like, I'm sure, like, I don't know. I'm not, I won't ask you if you did, but I for sure would. I'd be, like, <laughs> I'd be like looking and I'd be like, what's that look like from there? <laughs> well, there's, there's definitely some peakage. Yeah, <laughs> right. How could you not, honestly? So, no, it's been, a, it's been a good morning. I feel good. I feel actually alive a little bit. Um. So hopefully the endorphins will stay up. Yes. As Elwood says, you know, exercise gives you endorphins. And endorphins make you happy. And happy people just don't shoot their husbands. So maybe some of these people that we do our stories on just need to exercise some more. <laughs> Get their endorphins up so they don't shoot shoot people. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for taking me low. I 
definitely enjoyed it and i am thinking about joining but like also there's the deal that ends today and it's like zero dollars down and i'm like well dang she's got her drive home to think about i really do i have my 40 minute drive home to be like "Mm, do i skirt there real quick skirt 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 skirt. so i'll think about it but um i'm definitely swayed because yeah need to work out more (laughs) shout out to dex and the gang over there shouts outs um but yeah today um today's episode is titled spiritual healing gone wrong um now i watched synapt which is on oxygen i believe um i just have it like somewhere on my roku but i watched an episode of snapped and this is where this comes from so shout out to uh snapped but just a definitely interesting story. It's a little bit on the shorter side, so this episode won't be as long. But, um, yeah. Still, still quite entertaining. So, Kimberly and Lenoris Williams, they were very unhappy with their marriage and believed that Lenoris's ex had hexed him. Like, they genuinely believed that his ex put a hex on him. So they turned to a spiritual healer named Georgia Green. Um, But yeah, the arrangement, you know, when you go to get, like, spiritual healing, whatever form it may be, you're thinking you're going to come out of it feeling, like, light and, like, relieved and a little bit happy and, you know, like, some clarity might be brought to you. Um, well, this one, this arrangement turned a little bit uh, bloody <laughs> afterwards. So we had a little different experience. <laughs> so Georgia Green, the spiritual healer, she spent her life helping others through her spiritual healing and faith counseling, um, all those practices that she did. Um, when she was unable to change one couple's fortune however uh they tried to kill her (laughs) imagine being a spiritual healer thinking you're helping people men like thinking like you want to like bring i don't know just make people's lives better and then they try to kill you i mean she didn't see it coming (laughs) she didn't she did not see that one coming (laughs) there was no psychic uh things going on for her there (laughs) (laughs) so georgia was born and raised in baker county georgia which is funny because her name is georgia um but she was one of 10 children um in her 20s she had two daughters of her own named Rhonda and ramona and she raised them both as a single mother her daughter ramona um newton says she taught us how to cook clean everything It was necessary. We were raised by a strong woman. She was a devout Christian, um, and faith just played a really important role throughout Georgia's life. She taught Bible study, and she delivered sermons to people in her living room. So just focusing on spirituality in her life was very, very important to her, Um, and she felt very strongly about sharing it with other people as well. 
Georgia then later married a fellow pastor named Luke Griffin, with whom she built up a devoted following. They had a lot of people that really wanted to hear them speak, um, speak the word of God, and they were really passionate about, you know, spreading their beliefs and their word to people. So besides preaching and teaching, Georgia also provided marital and spiritual counseling counseling as well. Her daughter Rhonda says she calls herself a healer. A lot of people come to her for healing and they come to her for counseling. Um, So she just really was very set in helping people in any way that she could. So unfortunately, Georgia and Griffin divorced around 2004. However, he still lived nearby. Um, He built a house on the same like land area where she lived. And Rhonda and Ramona also built homes on that property um, once they got older as well. So they were kind of all, even though her and Griffin divorced, they they were all still very um, close and near each other. Kind of like the Bruce Willis Demi Moore family. Yeah, literally. Like, I love that. I think that that's super cool. Like, if you can, you know, divorce or whatever, but then still be, like, super cool, like, with the people. I think that that's, that's awesome. Um, now, I mean, that's a bit extreme, I feel like, to, like, live <laughs> that close. But, you know, <laughs> to each their own. <laughs> um, so... On the afternoon of April 24th, 2017, 911 received a frantic call from Ramona Newton, George's daughter, and she had called them because she said that her mother's house was on fire. I told them I heard a loud noise and ran out the front door to see what was going on, says Ramona. And she feared that her mother was obviously still inside the house. Um, So after circling the house several times, she heard her mother's voice coming from behind her. I heard my mama's voice, and when I turned around, she was laying down with her hand up. I saw blood. I saw a lot of blood, said Ramona. Now, obviously, after she found her mom, Georgia was rushed to the nearest hospital, And by the time firefighters had arrived, the house was just, like, completely engulfed in flames. Um, Through the blaze, it was ultimately extinguished, and the home was unfortunately destroyed. Now, upon further examination, it was determined that the fire was started by means of an accelerant, says Georgia Bureau of Investigation Special Agent Brandon Shiver. Georgia had been stabbed over 27 times, according to local local newspaper, the Albany Herald. She was in critical condition, she was unable to talk, and she sadly also had multiple strokes while she was in the hospital. Which I'm assuming, you know, obviously being stabbed 27 times and then your house being set on fire would probably cause some stress to, like, bring on a stroke I'm happening. I'm sure it takes a toll on you. Yeah, I feel like that definitely uh, could do some inner damage. 
So investigators spoke with Luke Griffin, her ex-husband, um, who was working on the property with Ramona's husband, Brad, on the morning of the fire. So, you know, they were just doing, like, yard work, whatever they were working outside. And while they were working, a local man named Lenoris Williams, he approached them and he told them that George's house was on fire. So he kind of pointed it out to them. Now, authorities put out a bolo for Lenoris and his wife, Kimberly. Um, bolo. I'm drawing a blank on what that stands for. Basically, oh, be on the lookout for it. That's right. Be on the lookout, yeah. <laughs> she recovered quickly, people. I did. It came to me right after I said that. Um, but yeah, so they put that out on Lenoris and his wife, Kimberly. And they were ultimately spotted less than an hour later in a cemetery two miles away from George's home. And they were brought in for questioning. Now, Lenoris told investigators that he and his wife went to see Georgia for spiritual healing. He claimed that he saw a man enter her home and stay inside for around 25 minutes. After the man left, Lenoris said smoke started coming out of the home, so he went to find Georgia. After being overcome by smoke, he says that he left the residence, and that's when he told Griffin and Georgia's son-in-law about the fire. So that's his story. So, you know, kind of taking it back, the police were wondering, you know, well, okay, why were you getting the healing from Georgia? Why were you going to see her? Um, and Lenoris and Kimberly had been together for four years at that point. Kimberly was a single mother with two children when they met, and a year into their relationship, they then had another child together. They were married in 2015, and the early years of their relationship were, you know, blissful, just filled with happiness and not a care in the world. Like, they were doing great. Um, however, they soon began experiencing financial hardship, um, and that kind of happened, you know, a, a couple years in and then it just got worse because Lenoris then ended up losing his job and that just caused the couple to just fight all the time over, you know, over their finances. I'm sure it just added on a ton of stress and then just kept spiraling from there. We're spiraling. We're spiraling. <laughs> Jersey Shore. We have to throw in Jersey Shore in like most of our episodes. <laughs> But um, the Williamses began seeing Georgia for her healing powers. You know, they wanted to get back on track where they were at in their relationship. And they just felt like she could really be a big help to them. Lenoris, he described Georgia as a root doctor, uh, which is a common folk way in the rural South and believed that his bad luck was the result of a hex from an ex-girlfriend. So he's like, this is all happening to us because my ex put a hex on me, <laughs> which is, you know, an interesting, like, I don't know if I would, that would be my first thought <laughs> about why things are happening, but you know. I'm just picturing Bette Midler singing, I put a spell on you. Yeah, <laughs> right? And now I am mine. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, they were paying her money for prayers and various mixtures of potions or herbs to get the bad roots off of him, explained um, the detective. That's kind of what they told him, like, we were using her because we wanted her to pray for us and for her to get all this bad juju away from us and our relationship. Now, I don't know. I feel like personally, if you go, I've never really done a ton of like, I really haven't done much, you know, spiritual work with anybody, but I would assume you either feel better after it or you feel like nothing's different. You know what I mean? But Lenoris and Kimberly, they weren't exactly happy with the results that they got. So, Lenoris told investigators in his videotaped interview, um, which Snapped got that, but he says, she did her thing, and it's like, we supposed to prosper, but we wasn't. (laughs) Which I'm sorry to laugh. But like, is that not an amazing quote? But we wasn't. She did her thing, and it's like, we supposed to prosper, but we wasn't. (laughs) That's just like such an amazing quote to me. So, and then in her interview, Kimberly claimed that she was asleep when she arrived at Georgia's home, and she woke up to her husband telling her that the house was on fire. But as soon as she repeatedly went over the chain of events, her story kind of started to fall apart, wasn't adding up, and she eventually implicated that her husband was in the attack on Georgia. She says he did it. He did it to that woman, Kimberly told investigators in her videotaped interview. So she's, cause she, first she was like, I was sleeping, I don't know what happened. He came out and told me the house was on fire. Now she's like, yep, he did it. Not it. Didn't do it. Sorry. It wasn't me. It was him. Go get him. <laughs> Every man for themselves, man. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, we're having issues in our marriage anyway, so peace out. Good luck, bro. <laughs> peace, mother effer. Peace, mother. <laughs> so she says, um, we found a notebook with some writings about Georgia Green. The writings seem to be aggressive or angry in nature towards Georgia. We also found a discount store receipt where a knife and a roll of duct tape was purchased in the morning of the day of the incident. Um, And I'm sorry, that was the investigator who said that because the notebook that they had found was obtained through a search warrant to examine the contents of Kimberly's purse because Kimberly claimed that, you know, she wasn't in the house with her husband when he was attacking Georgia. So when confronted with this evidence, Lenoris admitted going to Georgia's house to confront her about the money that they had already paid her. He says in his, uh, you know, videotaped interview, We paid to help us. It was $375. Then one time we paid her $150. I'm like, I don't see no improvement. (laughs) So Lenoris was like, my money's going to waste. So he went in there to get his money, I guess. We paid to help us. (laughs) I don't really know exactly what that means, but... (laughs) So according to Lenoris, 
Georgia said that she could start the healing process over, but that it would cost more money to begin again. And Lenoris and Kimberly, they did not have that extra money to give her. Um, and this conversation kind of turned into an argument then, you know, over the money. And he claimed that Georgia attacked him and that he stabbed her in self-defense. Now, the thing where I'm like, my dude, my dude, my dude. First of all, she's, from what it sounds like, she's a sweet, church-going, spiritual healer woman who wants nothing but peace and happiness for everybody. And you stabbed her 27 times in self-defense? <laughs> yeah. My dude. <laughs> Doesn't add up. So Lenoris said that Kimberly had nothing to do with the attack. However, when confronted with Kimberly's statement that he attacked Green, Lenoris then changed his story again. He says Kimberly stabbed her, <laughs> Lenoris told detectives, alleging that the entire attack was her idea. So as soon as he heard that she told on him, he's like, okay, no, I'm not protecting her anymore. She's the one that stabbed him or stabbed her. So, uh, kind of after the back and forth and changing of stories, obviously they were both involved, and I feel like it was, in my opinion, more so Lenoris getting upset about the money, but um, Kimberly for sure had a part that she played in it as well. Um, but yeah, so Lenoris Williams, who was 33, and Kimberly Williams, she was 36, they both ended up getting arrested and charged with arson in the first degree, aggravated assault, and attempt to commit murder. Um, and this is according to Albany, Georgia, NBC, ABC affiliate. Now, on May 8th, Georgia Green regained consciousness and she spoke with investigators. She said that the Williamses showed up at her home unannounced in the morning of the attack and asked to see her. She says, Lenoris grabbed a bowl off my desk and he went and hit me across the head with it. He said, where's the money, bitch? When I stood up, Kimberly came up to me with a knife. She stabbed me around the neck, in my back, close to my heart, anywhere that she could. So Georgia fell to the floor and pretended like she was dead while the Williamses were rummaging through her desk looking for any money that they could find. He said, get the gas. They splashed the gas all over the walls, everywhere. All the gas poured gas all over me. They lit it up and they were burning, said Georgia. After the Williamses left, Georgia realized that she didn't have much time, obviously, while her house was, like, burning up and she was covered in gasoline herself. And despite her injuries, she found the strength to get up, push herself, and get out of that house before, you know, she would have been engulfed in flames with it. She then hid in the woods and stayed quiet until she was found, and that's when her daughter found her. Which is just so wild to me. I think it's such a blessing that she is alive because that's a lot of trauma to her body. Not only being stabbed 27 times, hit in the head, and then also having multiple strokes right after. Like, 
I, I'm, it's definitely huge that she's still alive, and I'm so glad that she was, and it's glad, I'm glad that she was able to say, no, this is exactly what happened. Like, yeah. the fact that they just, like, they obviously went in there with a plan, because they showed up unannounced, and immediately just started attacking her with, like, nothing else happening. So a day before Lenoris's trial was to begin, he entered a blind plea. He admitted his guilt without a deal in place and leaving his sentence up to a judge. And then Kimberly followed suit, admitting her part in the attempt on George's life. Now fast forward to, you know, after everything happened in February of 2020, Kimberly Williams was sentenced to 35 years in prison and five years probation. And Lenoris Williams was sentenced to 30 years in prison and 10 years probation. So Lenoris Williams, he's scheduled for release in 2047 and he'll be the age um, 63. And Kimberly Williams is scheduled for release in 2052 and she will be 72 years old. Now, over the course of her recovery, Georgia Green has experienced a lot of struggles and a lot of setbacks, obviously because of all the stress and torment that her body was put through. But everybody says that she still remains very positive, very upbeat about her fate and her future. Um, Georgia says a lot of people wouldn't have survived what I went through with what I went through with that. She says they couldn't even have made it out of that fire. And that's why I say I'm blessed. So she's definitely keeping a very positive outlook on the whole situation because, I mean, I can only imagine all of the setbacks and everything that she still has to deal with. Not only the the bodily traumas but mentally the trauma of all of that happening too like she's kind of got a lot of angels around her absolutely all the people that she helps all the spiritual people that she Mm -hmm. families and stuff that she talks to and maybe her true belief and true believer in the spiritual world those uh past people came back and saved her helped her yeah, definitely. She definitely had some, some angels pulling for her somewhere. Right, for sure. And I think, like, yeah, just her faith and, like, perseverance through it all is just, just, like, goes to show what kind of a person she is. And, yeah, I'm, like, I'm glad that, you know, they'll be in prison for a long time. But I'm just, like, it's just sometimes with attempted murder, how they get less than actual murder It's like, but they still tried to do it. I know. You know what I mean? Like, why are they getting less just because they weren't able to? It's not like they stopped midway through and was like, oh my gosh, this is so wrong what I'm doing. I I need to stop. Like, I feel so horrible. Like, no, they tried. And she pretended like she was dead so that they stopped stabbing her. Which, that takes a lot of strength. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine laying there trying in so much pain and shock i'm sure to just like try and act like you're dead like that's horrifying yeah so god bless to georgia she's a trooper strong she's 
a queen and yeah i'm so happy that she made it out of that situation cheers to georgia cheers to georgia for sure I'll do a shot of Georgia peach. Yeah. For her. There we go. I'll do some Georgia peach wine because I'm not much of a crown girl. <laughs> but we'll get the peach in there or the Georgia peach, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so that came from Snapped. Um, you guys can watch it if you want to see the episode. But um, Also, ding, ding, ding. Ooh. I won't wait. I lost it. <laughs> Why did we say peach for her? Georgia Peach. Georgia Peach. Okay. Um, me and my daughter just watched... Um, Jenny and Georgia? We did do that. Oh. And the girl, Georgia, and she called her Peach. Yes, her yep. Mm-hmm. And then, but also, we just watched A League of Their Own, and they oh. were the Rockford Peaches. Okay. So I'm just like, okay. Lots so of Peach Georgia's things peaches coming up. Coming yeah. Coming together. That's so funny when things like that happen. It's like, it reminds me of like, did you ever see that movie with Jim Carrey? I think it was called like 27 or 21. It's been a very, very long time. Where it's like everything that he could think of adds up to this number. Like anything he looks at. It kind of like gives me similar vibes when like you see something and then all of a sudden like it just like pops up like all around you all the time. It's weird. Yeah. Weird stuff. Well, that's how I keep talking to Lisa, um, and we joke about it, but ever since I showed her the movie Seven, yes, it's like Seven keeps coming back with me, you, and her, mm-hmm. like, in so many different ways. Like, I just recently, the newest one was uh, my son had his girlfriend over a while back, and they were watching the Alpines. I haven't seen it. Okay. But it's a group of people that are locked in this house. And each one of them stands for the seven sin. One is greed. One is sloth. One is... Okay. You know. So um, I had to call and tell her. And then, like, lately, um, I keep seeing this number seven, eight, and nine, like, everywhere. Really? And I don't know, like, what that means. But, like, even our... Our numbers, like through here, mm-hmm. a lot of them are seven, eight, nine, Ooh. Six, seven, eight, nine. Like so, I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of stuff coming up, and it's just kind of, it's kind of funny. The movie Seven just keeps, or the number seven, something, it keeps coming back. Like the whole what's in the box thing yes. keeps coming back. Yeah, in different ways and forms. Mm-hmm. So. I love when stuff like that happens because it's like, what does this mean? This is cool. <laughs> like, why does this keep happening? I know. It's crazy. Trying to figure out the little signs. and like... Right. You're like, I hope these are all just good signs, right? <laughs> like, please, just all be good signs. <laughs> I can't take much more. <laughs> oh, man. Love's recovering from sickness, you guys. Got rear-ended. My car is in the shop. It's been in the shop for a My minute, too. daughter's going through some stuff. She's not... She's good. She's good. She's good. But just, you know, some... You know, rooting in some meditation with her. You know, keeping her, you know... Mm-hmm. Endorphins up. Right. I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like... Dude, can we just catch a break, please? I just need a break. Like... It's coming. It's coming. Summer's coming. Okay, new season. I need to turn a corner here soon. Yeah. 
I feel it. Everybody, all our prayer warriors out there or just like spiritual people, send positive good vibes to Lo, please. Just take I'll a take second. Them. I'll take them. Please. Yes, and send them her way. You know, whatever, doesn't matter what religion you are or practice. Send them to my daughter, just let her yes. help get this happy vibes to the rest of this freshman girl drama bitches high school life. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I ask. Yep. We got like five more weeks. We can do this. Yes, in the home stretch, almost almost summer break, almost there. Um, also, a little R.I.P. Yeah. Rest in paradise, homie. Yeah. We lost our Jerry Springer, seventy nine years old. What a legend that man was. Like, I when I told Lo this earlier, when I would stay home from school sick and I would watch TV. Whether I was, you know, actually sick or not. Um, <laughs> I would watch Jerry Springer show. Jerry. Jerry. <laughs> and I don't know, did you ever see that other show he was on? Uh, baggage. It was like a game show, a dating game show, and people would have different baggage, and they were in suitcases. And there'd be like weird stuff where it'd be like, this guy's a great catch, but this is his baggage. And he would have to okay, open it. Okay, it sounds familiar now. I used to, me and my mom used to watch that show all the time. It was, like, so good. And Jerry Jerry Springer was just a legend. He was so funny, so quick and, like, witty with everything. And, yeah, he will he will go down in the history books because he was and awesome. He didn't even have to try to get people on his show. They were, like, mm-hmm. just begging and calling to be on the show with the most randomest things, like... My my brother is my brother, but he's also my baby daddy. Yeah, literally. Like, what? <laughs> like, what? But I just recently found out he's also banging Aunt Teresa. Like, <laughs> Some people, you really, if you feel bad about your life or if you feel like your life is dramatic at the moment, go watch some old Jerry Springer episodes and be like, well, dang. Some people got a real effed up life going on right now and you know that show had to make money because you know how many chairs they went through oh literally yeah it was like wrestlemania up in there <laughs> and then steve-o he got his steve wilkinson it's steve something i can't steve think wilkinson of his last name something yeah he ended up getting he upgraded from just being you know bodyguard to his own show i know i wonder how like that transition happened you know like jerry must have hooked him up he was probably ready to pass down the torch. Yeah, true. But yeah, such a legend. So we just wanted to shout him out and just so sad to hear about his passing. So Jerry, unexpected. Jerry, Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> he had cancer, correct? I'm pretty sure he died from cancer. Is that what I said? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure exactly what type of cancer. I didn't even know he had a cancer. I just saw him on a Jersey Shore episode not that long ago. So once you get to that, you'll see him. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I didn't even really pass away until I was cooking in my kitchen and my Alexa was on. You know how it just like, gives you little news mm-hmm. and it says remembering. And I'm like, what? You're, yeah, you're like, is this a joke? Because sometimes there's so many times where like a celebrity death headline will come out and you're like, this is fake. And then you have to like kind of look into it and you're like, yeah, this is fake. It's not even real. Well, those are usually though on Facebook. Yeah. Like, where it ends up being a hoax, and I usually fact check it before, you know. Right. 
But I'm thinking with like Alexa, that's going to be more newsworthy. That's probably going to be more like yeah, legit. Right. So. Yeah, if it's on like an actual news website, then you then you know it's confirmed. But yeah, so sad. Also, local. I don't know if anybody cares, but I'm just going to say it really quick. Local Detroit people, if you listen to Mojo in the Morning, which you can listen to it anywhere if you go on, like, iHeart. Do you ever listen to Mojo? It's been a very long time, but I know he walked away or stepped out. Spike did. Oh, okay. Spike randomly was just gone off the show one day, and everybody was like, what the heck? Because he was on it from the beginning when they started, like, like 20-something years ago. And then he just all of a sudden wasn't on the show anymore. But I read up on it, and then just really quick, in case anybody cares. <laughs> but he, like, they have they work for iHeart, and iHeart's been letting go a lot of people, and they gave him, like, some deal to walk away. So it wasn't, like, so it was kind of in the works. Just okay. update for people who care. Gotcha. But, yeah, shout out to Spike. It's we'll miss you. It's been a way, way back in the day, like, well, Charlotte's. 14 so figure 15 years ago when i'd get ready for work in the morning i always listen to war of the roses yes love war of the roses so good so but yep yeah craziness but yeah that was just some local tea for you guys <laughs> well thanks for sharing it for us local people here in the d yep yep of course we didn't we try to look up more like celebrity stuff there's not too much going on right now it's pretty silent a lot of it is kardashian stuff which it's overplayed they're everywhere we're like, over it they're always drama somewhere yeah and then it was jojo jojo siwa stuff which same stuff right trying to get everyone's trying to cancel her which <laughs> please hopefully please <laughs> let her go um so there is nothing really super juicy right now, but I'll be on it for next week. I'll find. You'll get those Snapchat stories. <laughs> I'll find the, going. I'll find the annoying celebrity. Something, yeah. Something that uh, really grind my gears. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there will be multiple things that will happen by then. <laughs> but all right, guys, that about wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening, sticking it through, and we will be back with a fresh new episode next week. Yeah, we'll catch up with you then, so stay tuned. And stay creepy. Yeah, heck yeah. (laughs) I stole it. I know, it was a perfect transition to it, so (laughs) I like it. (laughs) All right, we got to go. Bye. Bye.